Inside the Music with Conversations Inside the Music, where we discuss the topics you think about when you're chilling with your fuzzy slippers and your onesie. Yeah! Welcome to Conversations Inside the Music with Carol Riddick. What's the deal? Yours truly, the magnificent DJ Jazzy Jeff. Hi, this is Jill Scott, a.k.a. Jilly de Philadelphia. Hey, this is Gerald Beasley. Conversations Inside the Music. With my dear friend, the amazing Carol Riddick. So get ready to join in on the conversation and chill with us on another edition of Conversations Inside the Music with Carol Riddick. Hey, family. Happy New Year to you and yours. And welcome to today's edition of Conversations Inside the Music. I'm your host, Carol Riddick. And in this episode, I'll be talking with a young lady who's a boss, y'all. She's a singer, songwriter, and instrumentalist who hails from Virginia. She has writer credits and sang background on Summer Walker's visual album, Clear, which is also on YouTube. Additionally, she's a natural hairstylist and entrepreneur who has her own salon in Manassas, Virginia. Lastly, as if that wasn't enough, you can see her on Netflix on Voices of Fire, the show executively produced by Pharrell Williams. Family, please welcome to today's conversation with the jazziest bee in the galaxy, Miss Jasmine Battle. Well, hello, beautiful. Hi, beautiful. Hello. <laughs> that was so nice. I'm just talking about you. I'm just speaking truth. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited. So excited that you are here. So let me tell you, there are so many things about which we could speak, but I'd love to first congratulate you. Thank you. Piece of your project. I downloaded it and I love it. I will say that. I do love it. I also enjoyed the video to the song um, Heartbreak. I would like to know what the connection is um, to the songs and the title of the project. Wow, that's a great question. Because <laughs> uh, it's so funny. I don't really, really think about it. It just kind of, it's almost like it magically kind of came together. Um, seven songs. And as I think about the seven years that I truly embarked upon the musical journey, um, each song came out a different year, honestly, it came about a different year. Um, and Purple Heart has so many different meanings and could probably, if you could name one that you could think about what a Purple Heart means to you, you probably would hit on one of the meanings of this project. Um, honestly, I, I'll start with energy. Mm-hmm. Um, Energy is the intro to that song because as I think about what it takes to love people and relationships, it takes a balance of, um, I would call it red and blue energy. And it takes a balance of those two, but it's an automatic like energy source for someone that you love. Um, and then in, throughout all the way until heartbreak, it's almost like someone also described it as like a bruise, you know? So it's a bruise on your heart. It's something that you can't really see. Mm. Um, and then on a surface level, I feel as though purple is one of my favorite colors as a child growing up. <laughs> and uh, 
Purple Heart is uh, also my last name is Battle. So when you're in the military and you get wounded, you get a Purple Heart badge of honor. Um, and so it kind of ties in together, has that double entendre meaning of like Purple Heart, you know, you're going through love mm -hmm. and a battle <laughs> and get wounded sometimes, get your heart broken. <laughs> so it's kind of like one of those things that it's, it's a plethora of things that I could probably come up with. Honestly, it, it has a lot of meaning in just those seven songs that it probably would have to, you know, get that understanding after listening to it, listening to it for a couple of times. I think that is beautiful. I Thank mean, you, man. seriously, because, um, you know, when speaking, with other people and having that question come up for either myself or other artists, there's typically one explanation from where it comes or from where the title stems or, you know, right. that is awesome. I mean, and, you. you know, not to say that's good, bad, or indifferent, you know, indifferent, yeah. just mm -hmm. it, it is, but I think that's awesome. I think that's a beautiful thing. And you're absolutely right. No matter what I'd probably think it could apply. Yeah, and that's that's um, the part that I wanted to connect with with my audience. Not really, though they were personal journeys, um, and I've had help with writing them and things like that. It just all described who I was and what I wanted my artistry to kind of be open to, like for people to say, well, what kind of music is Jasmine inspired by? And that would kind of sum up a lot of those things. Did you say you had help writing? Well, the CEO of Chain Entertainment, James Watson, Jay Watts, it's a blessing. A lot of people don't know that it takes a lot. It takes a village. It takes a team. I'm a very cliche writer, so I love <laughs> writing like the cliche, like you broke, don't break my heart, like you break your heart, you know? <laughs> But listen, we, you know how popular that song is. <laughs> also a very, very good thing. Yes, ma'am. But, um, and also this inspired by a lot of the background singing, Autumn Tuesday, a great friend of mine, Davion Music. There's so many people that have been um, helpful to this project. I could shout out so many people, but I wasn't alone. I will repeat what you said. It does take a village because it is a combination of energy and spirit and it, it, it helps. I get a lot of feedback and it's great. But one that sticks out for me is of it being sad. And when I think about it, it's like, yeah, it may come across that you can feel that pain. But ultimately, you're supposed to feel the strength that comes with that pain through the song, like healing almost just what I, I guess the chords and things like that and progressions and the voices and throughout the words you can kind of see through the background that there comes with strength and I, I do I feel that and and the one thing though that I've learned is that what you'll receive from different people will be different because they will interpret different things and they will identify with different things in your project. So, mm. which is what I love. I love how spirit, how fluid spirit is, you know, yeah. we are the vessel for the gift. Mm. I love, love, love that. I love that too. Yeah. And I, um, and I guess like when I was listening to your music, I kind of felt the same way, honestly, I was listening through every song and I was kind of like, wow, it kind of takes you through this journey, like moments like this each song had its particular moment and I really really loved how you kind of summed that up as well thank you no problem 
me blush, girl. Me too. What it's all about, though, right? Good, bad, or indifferent. Okay, I want to talk about so many things. I noticed that you have a platform called Jazzy and Friends. Jazzy oh, yes. Live. Yes. Yes. I have to tell you that I love, love, love the spirit, you know, with, with the artist spotlight. With whomever I'm speaking, I always ask who's on your radar. So I love that you've created a platform. Please talk to me about that. So... I feel as like along my journey, when I get down about like feeling like I'm not being heard musically or things like that, I kind of remember that I have friends around me mm-hmm. that are on the same journey. They're like a reminder of, how can I say, the musical goodness that a lot of the world doesn't get to see, but underground, you know what I mean? Like you have so many friends and they're making, they're pushing us hard for their music to be heard as well. And so we look at each other as like, you know, that inspiration and motivation to keep going. And so the Jazzy and Friends is to introduce the, along my journey and along the years of artists that I've met throughout the years there's so many of them and just so many talented people throughout the world you know one day somebody may look at them for inspiration may look like them or may be inspired by their music because they their music inspires me as well you know if somebody were like who is your inspiration I'm my friends <laughs> all of them they're so talented I love the industry but the people that are really close to me uh, hands down. I love it. Oh, one mm-hmm. other thing I wanted to talk with you about. So I would mm-hmm. on your IG page, I'm loving you. I'm loving your project and I'm feeling everything mm-hmm. that, that I'm seeing that you're doing, but you don't even need my endorsement. You have endorsements from Gilly. The oh. Wilson, um, I, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm sure I looked again, you know, there were like, there would be like 10 that I missed. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. How does that feel you know I had to like kind of look at those videos as reminders honestly because we're in a crossroads I think in in our generations and the music that came out in the early 2000s were such a big inspiration for me and to see these uh, artists become moguls become you know who they are and inspirational like for the youth um Mm -hmm. And I was one of those. So, so to I, people would say I sound like Maya all the time growing up. I'm like in seventh grade singing, you know, oh, you sound like Maya. Or in college, I was um, I was sung at the freshman talent show at Norfolk State University. And that Carrie Hilson slow dance was the first song, you know, and everybody was like, oh, you sung that Carrie Hilson song and things like that. And Gilly being a male and being an influence out there as well and a positive force in the community. It's like these people, man, it's like as much as I question myself and see, am I good enough or this or that? And to see those as reminders, like, wow, okay, Jazz, these, these are people that are pushing you and inspiring you along the way. So don't forget it. So I have videos now. So you have positive reinforcement. Yes, ma'am. They're right. Your your talent is undeniable. So I mentioned just a few things in your introduction, mm-hmm. all of which describe your Black girl magic. But I also have the understanding that you will be in a docu-series by Pharrell Williams called yeah. Fire. Yes, ma'am. The one word I could describe it as like life-changing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've grown so much from that experience. It was a great experience to go through because I was inspired by gospel um, musically, vocally. Uh, I used to listen to Kurt Franklin CD and Rance Allen. I, it was one of my gospel inspiration, Kimberell. And these people, gospel has been the foundation of my soul and my vocal ability in studying these amazing artists. So to be a part of uh, the Voices of Fire choir and all of these powerful spirits and powerful people individually on their own and for us to be brought together to create a moment and it was amazing in Norfolk. Like I went to college in Norfolk, NSU. And so to be there and to have that energy surrounding me was just a great reminder of the accomplishments throughout life. And mm. I'll forever be grateful for the leaders in that um, around that time period. And Pharrell, you know, and his uncle uh, Ezekiel Williams, like. They're, they were great. It was a great experience. I, it was very inspirational to me as well as a, um, as a vocalist. Throughout my journey, you try to see where you fit. Is it neo-soul? Is it R&B? Is it gospel? People like to try to place you in a genre, and I feel like all genres inspire me. So gospel is one of those things for me as well, because it was one of my foundations, honestly. I love that. How did that come about for you? Uh, so it was my management mm-hmm. team. They found this. Um, I think I don't know if it was an article, but it was something out there that were looking for vocalists from any genre. They were looking for any genre from the DMV, and that's where I'm from, Northern Virginia. And being a part of that experience, I'll also say uh, I have auditioned for American Idol. I've auditioned for. Um, the voice. Mm-hmm. There were so many things that I, I wanted to be on a platform that respected my artistry and my sound and things like that. So when I kind of got through that process, it was so it with ease and I felt at peace and it just felt right. So it was a great experience, honestly, um, compared to all of the other shows that I had auditioned for previously. I can only imagine. Your journey thus far is... Um, it's phenomenal. It has been phenomenal, and I just see it going even further. So, how, thank you. Who would you say three people who have been uh, most influential to you? I'm, I'm going to say this because she's one of the songs that I've sung so many times Lauren Hill, Jill Scott, and Erica Baidu honestly have been a great foundation for my journey. Those are three powerhouse women. Yes, in their own way. That's what makes it so great. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I do love that about the three of them as well, that they are there. They they have, they're trailblazers. I really appreciate you for sharing your space with me because I never thought I would, this is probably one of my first interviews. Well, second, I'll say, um, and I get you know, warmed up and things like that. So your introduction and everything is is awesome. Your platform is amazing. So thank you so much for having this for me. I am excited 
that you're sharing this time with me. And I'm so happy to have you here. Thank and you. I mean, how could I not let everybody know about the fabulousness that is you? After <laughs> listening to your project and then reading a little about you, I became even more and more intrigued and more interested. Thank you. You are as an individual. Thank you. Or about your hair care journey. It's a journey. I tell all my clients, yeah. It, it's a journey. You have to, everything in life that you think about with life, you have to think about with hair. Honestly, it takes time and patience to get to, you have to set goals, uh, whatever your goals, it could be thickening, it could be length, it could be texture, it could be a plethora, just like our skin, our hair is our crown, it's the most important thing, a part of our body, of course. As a natural stylist, I don't ever try to force my dearly loved community when it comes to perming but one of the things why I went natural was because of the health of my scalp things that were seeping into my skin product wise and things like that Mm -hmm. it became such an important thing to me personally and my older sister is a hairstylist so I was underneath her wing when I was around 15 and so I was, I started off in the hair industry at a young, young age, even at the same time I started to grow a love for music, which was in middle school. I, I want to inspire people to embrace and, and accept their natural beauty of what they were born with. So being a natural stylist means everything to me. Um, when I see little uh, brown skinned girls with thick, coily, coarse hair, and then we have to, you know, and I hate saying this, but it's almost like society tries to shape us to have the long luxury flowing hair, but mm-hmm. it's a part of even wearing wigs and weaves and things like that are protective styles because our hair is so delicate. And, it, and I was describing to a client the other day that it describes who we are internally. Our hair is a great description of who we are inside. And it's this very delicate, um, thing that we have to put time and energy into. It's like a second job. When you're trying to figure out your own natural hair journey, it, it, it's a mental mindset that you have to get into when you think about where you want to be. So that's what all, I call myself a naturalist. It's amazing to see my generations before me accept their natural hair journey too. It inspires me to keep going because I, I would be wanting to slap a texturizer every now and then. <laughs> Thank you for that. I do thank you. I am learning so much. Um, And I thought it was just about my hair. I thought it was just going to Mm. it is about my entire body. And I did not know. Yes, ma'am. You just said that. I said, she is absolutely right. But I am loving the journey, though, because I'm learning more about myself. And I'm enjoying my hair for the first time. Wow, that is so awesome. The first time in my life. I'm different in the industry when I say as a stylist, I I think about it as like, I'm just here to help you get to your goals faster. So Mm -hmm. I'm here to invest in the products. You like a style or you're seeing styles because everybody has to know if you look at a picture, know that that picture is not going to be how you leave the salon, but we can customize it the best way we can to make it fit you. But you also feel like you're leaving the salon, like, oh, wow, my my scalp feels like it just had some type of TLC love and care after I left the salon. And I kind of 
just I'm sensitive my hair I have think I've like past my bra strap hair length goal and it's all almost to my waist but I'm I'm tenderheaded and I could not find a stylist that was delicate enough to do my hair so I apply that to my services too with my clients delicacy and just overall intricate customized styles tell me what the name of your salon is so that everyone else can know okay it's soul flower extensions um, and my Instagram page is Soulflower Hair. I love it. Well, we are the head, not the tin. <laughs> yes, we are. Before you skedaddle. Me about- no, it's almost over. I really like this. <laughs> I could talk to you all day. <laughs> Tell me mm-hmm. the jazziest bee in the galaxy. I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. From where did that come? Just like my project, honestly, you can describe it in so many different things, right? Ironically, bees do not exist in space. But if they were in a spaceship, they would, right? If they were in this container that kind of hosts them. And I'm, I call myself, they say, as a, I'm a Pisces, so they say we're up in the clouds all the time. Huh? <laughs> but um, as my name is Jasmine, and jazz is another uh, foundation, um, musically one of those genres I really grew up off of um, and when people hear my voice it's like jazzy like I'm like oh this is the jazziest <laughs> um and with the B of course my last name battle B you know and then but overall B um when I think of insects is one of my favorite insects and um around the time my grandmother had passed away a wasp had stung me twice and it was kind of crazy that always stuck with me so I had to overcome my fear of bees and bees are just one of those delicate insects though they only sting when they get you know messed with or whatever people are trying to bother them so it's a lot of different things like that play with it universal wise when it comes to the insect nature but also me personally so (laughs) me personally I'm Jasmine. I sing and I love the stars. So I'm in the galaxy. (laughs) I said, if I ask her nothing else, I have got to know. That's funny. (laughs) From where that came. Yeah. Um, Ms. Jasmine Battle, the jazziest bee in the galaxy. Thank Thank you you. so much for spending some time with me and joining us here. Um, I hope you'll come back sometime. Of course, if you have me. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for stopping on by. And uh, everybody, make sure you look out for Miss Jasmine Battle, the jazziest bee in the galaxy. Thank you so much. Family, that wraps up another edition of Conversations Inside the Music with yours truly, Carol Riddick. As always, thank you so much for joining the conversations. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend and be sure to check out prior interviews on any media stream where you typically listen to your podcasts. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to be notified when new episodes are available. And follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Conversations Inside the Music and on Twitter at Chat and Chill. Whatever you do, be good to you and to those around you. And remember, to whom much is given, much is required. 
Catch you next time on another edition of Conversations Inside the Music with Carol Reddick. Conversations Inside the Music with Carol Reddick.